Hare Krishna, my dear devotees. Welcome back to the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books right here in the live studios in the Haven, which is located in Hive, Kent, Southeast England, just a short distance, storm's throw, to the English Channel. Um, we're here trying to keep the sound vibration going. I've missed a few days lately due to ill health, but Krishna is helping and I'm hoping that this is it. It will be now for a long time before I have to miss again. Hare Krishna. Um, we welcome you warmly and pray that you're well and safe and happy in all respects as much as possible in this uh, era, era of conflict and chaos that we're going through right now in the world. And this is the way to transcend it, to hear every day in the association of devotees who like to hear the Bhagavatam every day. Srila Sanatana Goswami composed Srimad Bhagavatam Mastotram in order to glorify properly in a very succinct way the Bhagavatam. And it's so wonderful. Uh, it, it goes like this. Sarva Shastrabdipi Yusha Sarva Vedaika Satpala Sarva Siddhanta Ratnaja Sarva Lokaika Drikprada O nectar from the ocean of all scriptures, singular fruit of all the Vedas, rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths, you are the only giver of sight to all the worlds. Sarva Bhagavata Prana Srimad Bhagavata Prabho Kalidvandotitaditya Sri Krishna Parivartita O life heir of all the Supreme Lord's devotees O Master Srimad Bhagavatam You are the sun risen in the darkness of Kali You are the exact image of Sri Krishna Paramananda Pataya Premavarshakshudayate Sarvada Savasevyaya Sri Krishnaya Namostume. I bow down to you who are supremely blissful to read. Your every syllable pours down a flood of prema. You can always be served by everyone. You are Sri Krishna Himself. Madeka Bando Matsangin Madguro Man Mahadano Madnistadaka Mad Bhagya Mad Ananda Namostute. My only friend, <clears throat> my constant companion, my spiritual master, my great wealth, my savior, my good fortune, my source of ecstasy, I bow down to you. Asadu sadhu tadayin atini chuchata kara hanamunchakadachin mam premna ritkantayokspura. O bestower of saintliness to the unsaintly. O exalter of the most fallen, please never leave me. Always appear in my heart and my voice with pure love. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya All right, we've reached the 25th chapter 
of the fourth canto of Srimad Bhagavatam. Fourth canto has so many wonderful instructions about the governing of this uh, universe, about the, the teachings of so many great souls. Uh, the Prachetas, while they went to the and do their austerities and meet Lord Shiva and become pure devotees. Their father, Maharaj Pratibharashat, was engaged in fruitive activities and he got carried away. It's easy to do, uh, especially when you're a king. So now Narada Muni has met him and he's trying to instruct him by expressing, not directly, uh, but a story, an allegorical story of King Puranjana, who is just like uh, Barishat, King Barishat. We're starting with te text 10. My dear king, <clears throat> once in the past lived a king named Puranjana, who was celebrated for his great activities. He had a friend named Avigyata, the unknown one. No one could understand the activities of Avigyata. Purport Every living entity is Puranjana. The word Param means within this body, within this form, and Jana means living entity. Thus, everyone is Puranjana. Every living entity is supposed to be the king of his body because the living entity is given full freedom to use his body as he likes. He usually engages his body for sense gratification because one who is in the bodily concept, conception of life feels that the ultimate goal of life is to serve the senses. This is the process of karmakanda. One who has no inner knowledge, who does not know what, he actu what is actually, who, who does not know that he is actually the spirit soul living within the body, who is simply enamored with the dictation of the senses, is called a materialist. A materialistic person interested in sense gratification <clears throat> can be called a puranjana, because such a materialistic person utilizes his senses according to his whims. He may also be called a king. An irresponsible king takes the royal position to be his personal property and misuses his treasury for sense gratification. The word brihach chava is also significant. The word shavak means fame. The living entity is famous from ancient times. For as stated in Bhagavad Gita 2.20, Najayate, Vriyate, Va. The living entity is never born and never dies. Because he is eternal, his activities are eternal, although they are performed in different types of bodies. Nahanyate, Hanyamane, Sharire. He does not die even after the annihilation of the body. Thus the living entity transmigrates from one body to another and performs various activities. In each body, the living entity performs so many acts. Sometimes he becomes a great hero, just like Hiranyakashipu in Kangsa, or 
in the modern age, Napoleon or Hitler. The activities of such men are certainly very great, but as soon as their bodies are finished, everything else is finished. Then they remain in name only. Therefore a, great, therefore a living entity can be called, may be called Brihachchava. He may have a great reputation for various types of activities. <clears throat> Nonetheless, he has a friend whom he does not know. Materialistic persons do not understand that God is present as the Supersoul who is situated within the heart of every living entity. Although the Paramatma sits beside the Jivatma as a friend, the Jivatma or living entity does not know it. Consequently, he is described as Abhigyata Saka, meaning one who has an unknown friend. The word Abhigyata Chastita is also significant because a living entity works hard under the direction of the Paramatma and is carried away by the laws of nature. Nonetheless, he thinks himself independent of God and independent of the stringent laws of material nature. It is stated in Bhagavad Gita 2.24 Achedyo yamadhayo yam akledyo shoshayevacha nitya sarvakataksthanur achaloyam sanatanaha This individual soul is unbreakable and insoluble and can be neither burned nor dried. He is everlasting, all-pervading, unchangeable, immovable, and eternally the same. The living entity is sanatana, eternal, because he cannot be killed by any weapon, burnt by into ashes by fire, soaked or moistened by water, nor dried up by, by air. He is considered to be immune to material reactions. Although he is changing bodies, he is not affected by the material conditions. He is placed under the material conditions and he acts according to the directions of his friend, the Supersoul, as stated in Bhagavad Gita 15.15 Sarvasya chaham ridisana vishto mataksmritir jnanam apohanam cha I am seated in everyone's heart and from me come remembrance, knowledge and forgetfulness. Thus the Lord as Paramatma is situated in everyone's heart and He gives directions to the living entity to act in whatever way the living entity desires. In this life and in His previous lives, the living entity does not know that the Lord is giving him a chance to fulfill all kinds of desires. No one can fulfill any desire without the sanction of the Lord. All the facilities given by the Lord are unknown to the conditioned soul. Text 11 <clears throat> King Puranjana began to search for a suitable place to live and thus he traveled all over the world. Even after a great deal of traveling, 
He could not find a place just to his liking. Finally, he became morose and disappointed. Purport. The travelings of Puranjana are similar to the travelings of the modern hippies. Generally, hippies are sons of great fathers and great families. It is not that they are always poor, but some way or other, some way or another, they abandon the shelter of their rich fathers and travel all over the world. As stated in this verse, a living entity wants to become a prabhu or master. The word prabhu means master, but actually a living entity is not a master. He is the eternal servant of God. When the living entity abandons the shelter of God, Krishna, <clears throat> and tries to become a prabhu <clears throat> independently, he travels all over the creation. There are 8,400,000 species of life and millions and millions and trillions of planets within the creation. The living entity wanders throughout these various types of bodies and throughout different planets and thus he is like King Puranjana who traveled all over the world looking for a suitable place to live. Sri Narutam Das Thakur has sung Karmakanda, Jnanakanda, Kevala, Bandha. The path of Karmakanda, fruitive activities, <clears throat> and the path of Jnanakanda, speculation, are just like strong pots of poison. Amrita Balya Keva Kwai Nana Yoni Sada Pide. A person who mistakes this poison to be nectar and drinks it travels in different species of life. Kandarya Bhakshana Kare. And according to his body, he eats all types of abominable things. For instance, when the living entity is in the body of a hog, he eats stool. When the living entity is in the body of a crow, he eats all kinds of refuse, even pus and mucus, and enjoys it. Thus, Narutandas Thakur points out that the living entity travels in different types of bodies and eats all kinds of abominable things. When he does not become unlimited, ultimately happy, he becomes morose or takes to the ways of hippies. <clears throat> Thus, in this verse it is said, na anurupam, that the king could never find a suitable um, place suitable for his purposes. This is because in any form of life, or on any planet in the material world, a living entity cannot be happy because everything in the material world is unsuitable for the spirit soul. As stated in this verse, the living entity independently wants to become a Prabhu, but as soon as he gives up this idea and becomes a servant of God, Krishna, his happiness immediately begins. Therefore, Śrīla Bhaktivinoda Thakur sings, Mithirāt-māyāra-vāśe yāch-jabeśe kach-chāk-habu-dubu-bhāy <clears throat> My dear living entity, why are you being carried away by the waves of māyā? As stated in the Bhagavad Gita, 1861, Ishwadak-sarvabhūtānam ridhdhishe-arjuna-tishtati brahmayan sarvabhūtāni 
Yantrarudani Mayaya. The Supreme Lord is situated in everyone's heart, O Arjuna, and is directing the wanderings of all living entities who are seated as on a machine made of the material energy. The living entity is carried in the machine of the body through so many species of life on so many planets. Therefore, Bhaktivinoda Thakur asks the living entity why he is being carried away in these bodily machines to be placed in so many different circumstances. He advises that one surmount the waves of Maya by surrendering unto Krishna. Krishna das e vishwas karle tara dukhanai. As soon as we confront Krishna, Krishna advises, Sarvadharman Purichaja Mami Kang Sharanambraja Ahang Twang Sarvapape Bio Moksha Yishami Mashuchaha. Abandon all varieties of religion and just surrender unto me. I shall live, deliver you from all sinful reaction. Do not fear. Bhagavad, Bhagavad Gita 1866. Thus we are immediately relieved from traveling from one body to another and from one planet to another. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, Ramanda Brahmite Kon Bhagyaman Jeev. CC Madhya 19.151. If, while traveling, a living entity becomes fortunate enough to become blessed by the association of devotees and to come to Krishna consciousness, his real life actually begins. This Krishna consciousness movement is giving all wandering living entities a chance to take the shelter of Krishna and thus become happy. In this verse the words Vimana Eva are very significant. In this material world even the great king of heaven is also full of anxiety. If even Lord Brahma is full of anxiety what of these ordinary living entities who are working within this planet? Bhagavad Gita 8.16 confirms Abrahma Bhuvana Loka Punar Arjuna. From the highest planet in the material world down to the lowest, all are places of misery wherein repeated birth and death take place. The, in the material world, a living entity is never satisfied. Even in the position of Brahma or in the position of Indra or Chandra, one is full of anxiety simply because he has accepted this material world as a place of happiness. Text 12 King Paranjana had unlimited desires for sense enjoyment. Consequently, he traveled all over the world to find a place where all his desires could be fulfilled. Unfortunately, he found a feeling of insufficiency everywhere. Purport Srila Vijapati, a great Vaishnava poet, has sung Tatala Saitati Varibindu Sama Sutta Mitta Ramani Samaj. Material sense gratification with society, friendship, and love is herein compared to a drop of water falling on a desert. A desert requires oceans of water to satisfy it 
And if only a drop of water is supplied, what is the use? Similarly, the living entity is part and parcel of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who, as stated in the Vedanta Sutra, is Anandamayo Pyasat, full of enjoyment. Being part and parcel of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the living entity is also seeking complete enjoyment. However, complete enjoyment cannot be achieved separate from the Supreme Personality of Godhead. In his wanderings in the different species of life, the living entity may taste some type of enjoyment in one body or another, but full enjoyment of the senses cannot be obtained in any material body. Thus, Puranjana, the living entity, wanders in different types of bodies, but everywhere meets frustration in his attempt to enjoy. In other words, the spiritual spark covered by matter cannot fully enjoy the senses in any circumstance in material life. A deer may become absorbed in the musical sound vibrated by the hunter, but the result is that it loses its life. Similarly, a fish is very expert in gratifying its tongue, but when it eats the bait offered by the fisherman, it loses its life. Even the elephant, who is so strong, is captured and loses its independence while satisfi satisfying its genitals with a female elephant. In each and every species of life, the living entity takes a body to satisfy various senses, but he cannot enjoy all his senses at one time. In the human form of life, he gets an opportunity to enjoy all his senses pervertedly, but the result is that he becomes so harassed in his attempted sense gratification that he ultimately becomes morose. As, as he tries to satisfy his senses more and more, he becomes more and more entangled. Text 13 Once, while wandering in this way, he saw on the southern side of the Himalayas, in a place named Bharatavarsha, India, a city that had nine gates all about and was characterized by all auspicious facilities. Purport The tract of land south of the Himalaya mountains <clears throat> is the land of India, which was known as Bharatavarsha. When a living entity takes birth in Bharatavarsha, he is considered to be most fortunate. Indeed, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has stated, Bharata Bhumite Hoila Manushya Janma Jar Janma Sartaka Kari Karapara Upakar Sisi Adi 9.41 Thus, whoever takes birth in the land of Bharatavarsha attains all the facilities of life. He may take advantage of all these facilities for both material and spiritual advancement and thus make his life successful. After attaining the goal of life, one may distribute his knowledge and experience all over the world for humanitarian purposes. In other words, one who takes birth in the land of Bharatvarsha by virtue of his past pious activities gets full facility to develop the human form of life. Pardon me. In India, 
The climatic condition is such that one can live very peacefully without being disturbed by material conditions. Indeed, during the time of Maharaj Yudhishthir or Lord Ramachandra, people were free from all anxieties. There was not even extreme cold or extreme heat. The three kinds of miserable conditions, Adhyatmika, Adibhautika and Adidavika, Adidaivika, miseries inflicted by the body and mind itself, those inflicted by other living entities and natural disturbances were all absent during the reign of Lord Ramachandra or Maharaj Yudhishthira. But at present, compared to other countries on earth, India is artificially disturbed. Despite these material disturbances, however, the country's culture is such that one can easily attain the goal of life namely salvation or liberation from material bondage. Thus, in order to take birth in India, one must, must have performed many pious activities in a past life. In this verse, the word lakshita lakshanam indicates that the human body attained in Bharat Varsha is very auspicious. Vedic culture is full of knowledge and a person born in India can, take, can fully take advantage of Vedic cultural knowledge and the cultural system known as Varnashram Dharma. Even at the present time, as we travel all over the world, we see that in some, some countries, human beings have many material facilities, but no facilities for spiritual advancement. We find everywhere the defects for spiritual... We find everywhere the defects of one-sided facilities and a lack of full facilities. A blind man can walk but not see and a lame man cannot walk but can see. Anda Pangunyaya The blind man may take the lame man on, over his shoulder and as he walks, the lame man may give him directions. Thus combined, they may walk. But individually, neither the blind man nor the lame man can walk successfully. Similarly, this human form of life is meant for the advancement of spiritual life and for keeping the material necessities in order. Especially in the Western countries, there are ample facilities for material comforts, but no one has any idea of spiritual advancement. Many are hankering after spiritual advancement, but many cheaters come, take advantage of their money, bluff them, and go away. Fortunately, the Christian consciousness movement is there to give all facilities for both material and spiritual advancement. In this way, people in the Western countries may take advantage of this movement. In India, any man in the villages unaffected by the industrial cities of India, can still live in any condition and make spiritual advancement. The body has been called the city of nine gates, and these nine gates include two eyes, two ears, two nostrils, one mouth, a genital organ, and a rectum. When the nine gates are clean and working properly, 
it is to be understood that the body is healthy. In India, these nine gates are kept clean by the villagers who rise early in the morning, bathe in the well or rivers, go to the temples to attend Mang Mangalarati, chant the Hare Krishna mantra, Ma mantra, and take prasad. In this way, one can take advantage of all the facilities of human life. We are gradually introducing this system in different centers in our society in the Western countries. One who takes advantage of it becomes more and more enlightened in spiritual life. At the present moment, India may be compared to the lame man and the Western countries to the blind man. For the past 2,000 years, India has, been, India has been subjugated by the rule of foreigners and the legs of progress have been broken. In the Western countries, the eyes of the people have become blind due to the dazzling glitter of material opulence. The blind man of the Western countries and the lame man of India should combine together in this Krishna consciousness movement. Then the lame man of India can walk with the help of the Westerner and the blind Westerner can see with the help of the lame man. In short, the material advancement of the Western countries and the spiritual assets of India should combine for the elevation of all human society. We've had some lo long purports, beautiful purports. How long is this one? Short, short. Okay. Text 14. That city was surrounded by walls and parks, and within it were towers, canals, windows, and outlets. The houses that were the houses there were decorated with domes made of gold, silver, and iron. Purport. The body is protected by walls of skin. The hairs on the body are compared to parks, and the highest parts of the body, like the nose and head, are compared to towers. The wrinkles and depressions on different parts of the body are compared to trenches or canals. The eyes are compared to windows, and the eyelids are compared to protective gates. The three types of metal, gold, silver, and iron, represent the three modes of material nature. Gold represents goodness, silver, passion, and iron, ignorance. The body is also sometimes considered to be a bag containing three elements, tridhatu, mucus, bile, and air, kapapita, and vayu. Yasyatma buddhi kuneke tridhatu ke. According to Bhagavatam 1084.13, one who considers this bag of mucus, bile, and air to be the self is considered no better than a cow or an ass. Next purport is? Text 15. The floors of the houses in that city were made of sapphire, crystal, diamonds, pearls, emeralds, and rubies. Because of the luster of the houses in the capital, the city was compared to the celestial town named Bhogavati. Purport. 
In the city of the body, the heart is considered to be the capital. Just as the capital of a state is especially gorgeously filled with various high buildings and lustrous palaces, the heart of the body is filled with various desires and plans for material enjoyment. Such plans are sometimes compared to valuable jewels such as sapphires, rubies, pearls and emeralds. The heart becomes the center for all planning for material enjoyment. Shorter one. Text 16. <clears throat> In that city, there were many assembly houses, street crossings, streets, restaurants, gambling houses, markets, resting places, flags, festoons, and beautiful parks. All these surrounded the city. Purport. In this way, the capital is described. In the capital, there are assembly houses and many squares, many street crossings, avenues and streets, many gambling places, markets and places of rest, all decorated with flags and festoons. The squares are surrounded with railings and are devoid of trees. The heart of the body can be compared to the assembly house, for the living entity is within the heart along with the Paramatma, as stated in Bhagavad Gita, 1515. The heart is the center of all remembrance, forgetfulness, and deliberation. In the body, in the, body the eyes, ears, and nose are different places of attraction for, for sense enjoyment. And the streets for going hither and thither may be compared to different types of air blowing within the body. The yogic process for controlling the air within the body and the different nerves is called shushumna, the path of liberation. The body is also a resting place because when the living entity becomes fatigued, he takes rest within the body. The palms and the soles of the feet are compared to flags and festoons. That brings us almost to 7.50. So we will stop here. Our, and it went really fast because since we're having such a good time. Hare Krishna. We'll stop here in text 17 and start tomorrow from 17. In the meantime, we will wait patiently for the gems that the devotees are going to bring out for us to look at again. Hare Krishna. First is from Bhakta Peter. Bhakta Peter, Hare Krishna, I owe you a letter and I'm sorry I've been a little bit under the weather, so it's taking me some time to get to it. He says, Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Bhakta Bhakti Peter. Please accept my humble obeisances. I am so very glad to be reading with you and all the assembled sages tonight, praying for your good health. Hare Krishna, thank you so much. It's helping so much. And this is from Subaru. Yes, Subaru. 
Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances, all glories to Srila Prabhupada. Jai Srila Prabhupada. Thank you for your daily readings. Hope your voice and health is okay. Sounding little different. Yeah, well it's sounding better now. Hare Krishna. <laughs> and from Gopakanya Devi. The body is always changing. Hare Krishna. This is Gopakanya. Yes, Gopakanya Devi Dasi. Hare Krishna, dear Maharaj, and all assembled sages. All glories to Srila Prabhupada in your daily reading of the Srimad Bhagavatam. Jai Ho. The solace of the of all these nasty situations of the world. Yes. Let's pray and share this matchless gift as much as possible to yes. all suffering souls. Absolutely. And this is from Paramohini Devidasi. Paramohini Devidasi. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. And from Sudevi Dasi. Yes, Sudevi Dasi. Let me guess. Hare Krishna. Maharaj. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Oh, Hare Krishna Sudevi Dasi. Hare Krishna. And from Anandamurti Devi Dasi. Yes, Anandamurti. <coughs> Dear Guru Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Thank you so much for today's readings of Srila Prabhupada's books. Paranjana's life shows just like the life of us in the material ocean. Today I heard that, quote, consequently he traveled all over the world to find a place where all his desires could be fulfilled. Unfortunately, he found a feeling of insufficiency everywhere. Mm. Unquote. People mm. who have concern only for own sense gratification don't take Prabhupada's books, but some are seeking out something above sense gratification. Mm. Yes, this is why book distribution is the ideal way to find sincere souls. Krishna says in the Gita that of all the people who approach him, those who are who are looking for the absolute truth are the best. Even they are all magnanimous, but still the one who is searching for the absolute truth and has more of an idea about what he's doing, therefore, is very dear to Krishna. So Prabhupada took the trouble, so much trouble he took to translate and comment on, on all these wonderful scriptures and his books are an ocean of, as we are finding out, daylight and daily. They're like an ocean of gems, an ocean filled with gems. And we need to take these gems out and reflect on them and appreciate them uh, again and again. And this way, everything will remain clear in our hearts. Otherwise, this material world is becoming so confused, confused a place of confusion, that we will be like Paranjana always unfulfilled wherever we go. Hare Krishna. <clears throat> and this is from Bhakti Rupa. Yes, Bhakti Rupa. Thank you for reading, Maharaj. Please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. The Vedic system is quite perfect at elevating conditioned souls. 
Srila Prabhupada mentioned that the Krishna consciousness movement is here to advance people both materially and spiritually, hmm. which is an interesting statement. Hmm. Often when we take up spiritual life, materially minded people around us will say that we are throwing away our life and giving up our material positions. But we can see in the lives of devotees that many become better situated from a material standpoint yes. from serious spiritual practice. Yes. Krishna consciousness gives us a sense of self-awareness and allows us to develop our material assets for the highest goal. Reminds me of Prabhupada's analogy of a woman who is cheating on her husband and becomes better at her cleaning duties so yes. as not to get caught. Yes. And furthermore, Krishna says that if you actually <coughs> surrender to him, then he takes care of everything. You don't have to be in anxiety about where the money is coming from, where the facilities are coming from. He provides everything. He's, presiding every, he's providing everything for everyone, all living entities, what to speak of us. But his devotees, because they are very dear to him, especially the ones that are fully surrendered, he provides all facilities according to the need, according to their needs, according to the needs of spreading Christian consciousness, without separate endeavor. It's true. It's really true. Hare Krishna. <clears throat> and this is from Subara. Yes, Subara. Among many gems I found, two of them stood out. 425.9 Quote, One who has no inner knowledge, who does not know that he is actually the spirit soul living within the body, who is simply enamored by the dictation of the senses, is called a materialist. Mm. A materialistic person Sorry. A materialistic person interested in sense gratification can be called a Puranjana because his because such a materialistic person utilizes his senses according to his whims. He may also be called a king. <laughs> Unquote. Definition of a materialist. Yes. Yes, because we all came here to try to become the masters and that's what one of the main points that Prabhupada's ma making in his purports as he elucidates on these verses. When you try to become the master, when you're actually naturally a servant, then you cannot be happy any more than a fish can be happy if you put him on land, no matter how much facility you give him, how much opulence, he'll die, he can't be happy. So the soul outside of the spiritual atmosphere cannot be happy. He can only be happy if he's in a spiritual atmosphere, surrounded by devotees. And here's a second gem. Mm. This is from 425.11. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, Brahmanda Brahmite Kon Bhagyavana Jiva C.C. Madhya 19.151 If, while traveling, a living entity becomes fortunate enough to become blessed by the association of devotees and to come to Krishna consciousness, his real life actually begins. This Krishna consciousness movement is giving all wandering living entities a chance to take to the shelter of Krishna 
and thus become happy. Mm. Thank you for your association and the chance to take the shelter of Srimad Bhagavatam. Music to my ears. Daily readings key jai. Jai, Haribo. Srila Prabhupada's transcendental books key jai. It's really true. It's really true that all the solutions to all life's problems, both collectively and individually, are in Prabhupada's purports. We just have to apply them into our lives as best we can, even if we can't do it perfectly. You know, we're, 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 as I always say, we're not of the world, but we're in the world. And therefore, if our Krishna consciousness is not very strong, then we will be influenced by the atmosphere of the world because we're in it. We always have to be conscious of this, that we are in a dangerous place. Padam, padam, vipadam, natesham. It's the nature of the material world to be dangerous. But the soul has nothing to do with it. And this is the great uh, axiomatic truth which forms the basis of spiritual advancement for anyone and everyone. This, this elaborate description of the city uh, that Ferenjan is going to be attracted to, uh, which, which, which is obvious, the material body, uh, is a classic uh, case, a classic example how beautiful it can be appear to the conditioned soul even though he can't stay there he can't enjoy it forever but still he tries again and again Hare Krishna Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai this is from Bhakti Nikki yes Bhakti Nikki Hare Krishna Maharaj so nice to hear from you tonight I hope you are fully recovered and are feeling rested. It's a, it's a pro it's a work in progress. <laughs> Let's put it that way. I heard Gopi Purana Lanabu say today that as you're growing up, before you hit thirty, your your body is growing more than it's deteriorating. But after thirty, your your body. Uh, deteriorates faster than it's growing and that uh, phenomenon just keeps increasing when you get older when you hit 40 it's official old age 50 is old age actually primary old age is 40 official old age is 50 and then and so on and each each de decade that goes by 50 60 70 now next next year will be my 77th and when you get to 80 it's very hard for the body to function properly with vigor so this we have to live with and we have to take it as an advantage of going inside and keeping ourselves active inside uh, in Krishna consciousness Hare Krishna And this is stuff from Nikki. Mm -hmm. 
Today I heard the following properly, as if for the first time. Mm. The material world is not a happy place for the living entity. Mm. There is no time, place, or circumstance here that will be satisfactory. I also saw the psychological principle. When we try to enjoy material things, we suffer, but as soon as we take the position of the servant, our happiness begins here. Mm. In psychology, so much effort is put into understanding the cause of the varieties of mental illness and finding ways to help sick people enjoy sense gratification again yeah. through medication and other things. That's it. I feel that these psychologists wouldn't be happy with the true remedy, which is to please Krishna. <laughs> Srila Prabhupada has a wonderful way of helping us detach from our bodies. I, for one, am still very attached to decorating my bag of bile, air, and mucus. <laughs> but this description is now seared into my mind. Yes. Haribo. Hare Krishna. Jai Sri the Prabhupada. Very nice, Nikki. Very nice uh, reflections. Thank you so much. And this is Vilas Manjari? Yes, Vilas Manjari. Hare Krishna. Dear Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. This is the first time I've joined live in a few months. I've been keeping up with the recordings, but it's really so nice to be back live, and I hope to join more regularly from now on. Good, we hope you do. You're very welcome. I find these descriptions to be very helpful in seeing the reality of our situation in the material world. Yes. And reduce our fascination with it. Yes. The natural simplicity of the spiritual journey stood out to me in Srila Prabhupada's words, quote, In India, these nine gates are kept clean by rising early in the morning, bathing in wells or rivers, going to temples to attend Mangalarati, chant Hare Krishna, Maha Mantra, and take prasad. Oh. Yeah, if you do that every morning regularly, it changes your life, no doubt. No doubt. Bhaktarupa. Yes, Bhaktarupa. We found lots of new devotees have come forward in offering to help around the temple hmm. since we've begun the marathon. Hmm. Seems Krishna is looking after everything so we can focus on Sankirtan. Yes, this, Lord Ch this movement is managed by Lord Chaitanya himself. Vilas Manjari said, Glories to Sri the Prabhupada. All glories to His Divine Grace. <coughs> and from Rasanandini Dasi. Rasanandini. Another gem from Sri the Prabhupada's text 10 purport. Materialistic persons do not understand that God is present as the super soul who is situated within the heart of every living entity. Although the Paramatma sits beside the Jivatma as a friend, the Jivatma or living entity does not know it. Consequently, he is described as avigata saka, meaning one who has an unknown friend. Yes. In our forgetfulness, we often lament. Hearing from Srila Prabhupada's books revives our real knowledge. Absolutely. Prabhupada used to say regularly, this knowledge is there already, but we have forgotten it. And this is why he keeps repeating the same thing, because it's needed for thoroughness. 
to understand thoroughly our position so we won't ever forget it again. And if we don't keep hearing Prabhupada's books like this, then maya, time, rather, is so strong that we will forget, for sure. And this is from Bhaktapita. Yes, Bhaktapita. Tonight we heard the beautiful analogy of the blind man and the lame man. Hmm. I've heard this analogy being used to describe the relationship between the soul and the mind also. Hmm. The soul has potential to go back home, back to Godhead, but without the cooperation of the mind, it cannot go anywhere. Yes. Is this understanding correct? Yes. The conditioned soul is like blind man because he can't remember. Like an amnesia. Like a person who has had a traumatic experience. Birth and just birth. The, the process of birth in general is like a traumatic experience for the soul. That's why when he comes out, he's crying because it's, it's a very heavy experience. We glorify it and make it say how wonderful it is, but actually for the soul himself, it's very heavy, very traumatic. The nature of the material world, it's traumatic from beginning to end. Therefore, Prabhupada points out even in the heavenly planets, in the higher planets, even Brahma, Indra, Chandra, they are full of anxiety. Demons are always trying to come and take away their, what their possessions, lord it over them, so many things. Their senses are always still giving them trouble because there's so much facilities in those planets for sense gratification. They forget the goal of life easily. But they're still pious because they're servants of Krishna. They know they're servants of Krishna. So they're very pious, but they forget very easily. So just becoming opulent in the material world doesn't cause us to be free from anxiety. As a matter of fact, it increases our anxiety. The more opulence we have, the more we have to work just, just to keep it from being stolen by others. Hare Krishna. Bhakti Nikki says Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna. Please rest well. Thank you very much. I deeply appreciate it. And this is from Rohini Nandana. Rohini Nandana. Oh, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Please accept my humble obeisances. Regarding your comment, how this Sankirtan movement is managed by Lord Chaitanya, could you please speak on what role do we have in desiring correctly and plugging in? Thank you, your servant. Yes, the desire is to relieve the anxiety that Lord Chaitanya feels seeing the soul struggling in material existence. If we can act in a way to try to relieve Lord Chaitanya's anxiety, then we become free from anxiety ourselves. This is in Prabhupada's purport. 
to the one of the verses in which Haridas Thakur approaches Lord Chaitanya, or Lord, rather, Lord Chaitanya approaches Haridas Thakur and asks Haridas, "Why? How are the living entities to be delivered?" And he's in anxiety. And in the purport, Prabhupada says, "This is service." When Haridas Thakur said, "Please, my Lord, please don't be in anxiety," then he began to explain exactly how the Lord is doing everything to relieve the conditioned souls of their burden. So this is the key to uh, empowered sankirtan. Not only, to, not only to help the conditioned souls, but to relieve the anxiety that the Supreme Lord Himself, Lord Chaitanya, feels seeing the soul suffering in material existence. He's complete. He doesn't suffer at all for anything except a separation from some of His devotees who have forgotten him. Hare Krishna. And this is from Bhakti Rupa. Yes, Bhakti Rupa. His Holiness Shivaram Maharaj often mentions how we must take responsibility for giving Krishna consciousness to the conditioned souls. Yes, because no one else will do it. Hare Krishna. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm I'm gradually coming back to uh, stronger, being stronger, and uh, I'm, my whole day is fixed on making myself strong enough to read in the evenings because I can't live without it. Simple as that. Hare Krishna. Shrimad Bhagavatam ki jai. Samaveda Bhakta Vrinda ki jai. Gaur Premanandi Hari Hari Bo. See you tomorrow night. Same time, same place, same topic as Narada Muni continues to enlighten us as to what this material world is and why we should act in such a way as to go back home, back to Godhead. See you tomorrow. Hare Krishna.